sweetheart, I love you. <laughs> I, know, I know, you know, I say I don't, I'm not going to talk much. I'm not. I really, <laughs> I mean it. I see like stones just being, like beautiful, like gemstones being stacked as I'm talking to you. Like when you go to a massage parlor, they sometimes put those, you know, gemstones on your body to relax every muscle. But God has shown me that through laughter, talking to you, because laughter is really good for our bones. And I'm laughing because you're like, God, man, she's saying stuff. <laughs> no, God gave me to say things. And guess what, sweetheart? Whenever you want to hear, you hear. But trust me, when we, you know, get together and, you know, move in together, there's no way I get up and you just, you know, remain asleep in that type of, you know, atmosphere. You understand? So it's okay, you know. I don't want you to think, you know, I got to jump up, you know. However the Holy, however Holy Spirit, again, I say however Holy Spirit lead you, that's what you do. And whoever that person is, trust me, I haven't set up that way to know certain things. But I don't know everything. I don't want to know everything. But whoever you have to hear on your end, God, that's what you call a friend. Whoever that is. Hello. Oh, God. How are you? Who are you? Can you talk to me? Can you tell me who you are? Can you tell me if he talks about me? Do he talk about me to you? How much? What do he say? You know how much he loved me? By you listening in, do you know how much I love him in return? Do you believe every word I'm saying is true? Because it is. Hallelujah. But thank you for listening. And you know what? At times when I was talking to him and he felt comfortable to share that with you, you know, you know, my bad, you know, God. Don't look at me like that. You know that. Don't see that when you see me. You know, I've been, you know, I've been changed. Oh God. But some things remain the same, if you know what I mean. God. Jesus. Sweetheart. Whoever that is, just don't let it be somebody. You know, I'd be like, oh my God. Jesus Christ. They know everything. But it's all good. I trust you in every way. But the point I wanted to make, and let me, you know, pause this while I'm thinking about it. That's why I thank God. This podcast is just preparation. It's definitely preparation. You know, the growth and the teachings, the strengthenings, the releasing, the receiving. You understand? And I thank God for the support. I thank God for the love and the prayers. And, you know, I thank God for everything. But the point I was making, sweetheart, I do not want you to think that, you know, you're marrying into this big, perfect family. There's no such thing. And I know you're aware of that. But what brings me to that point is when God say hold things very loosely, he also mean people. And God know I'm a very sweet and passionate person. But it doesn't mean for people to take advantage and stomp all over me. Now, I will speak up for myself if necessary. And there have been times that I got very aggressive way in the past where it almost led to an altercation due to how others come at me. 
And it's understandable to defend and protect yourself physically. But spiritually, God is our defender. He's our protector. He does the opposite to what our natural man is trying to tell us what to do. Our natural man is telling us to speak up, argue back, talk back, defend yourself. They put their hands on you, put your hands back. But God is saying to your spirit, man, be quiet. Walk away. Because that, in fact, is the bigger person. You understand? Because you're better off than where you were before. Meaning, if you agree with that and engage with that and become entangled with that, then you're going to find yourself going to God repenting for doing something you may not, should not even did or said. It may even be jail time. You understand? For some people. But I surrounded myself, you know, around some people that I knew they needed to love in me. But the thing is, they cannot just drain the love out of me because it don't just originate from me. It originates from God. But some people choose not to go to God. They rather just get it from you and benefit from your benefits. And they're not walking with God. And God is saying this season, I'm, not, I'm no longer putting up with that. So hold people loosely as well. And the thing about it is, don't even walk around trying to figure out who is what and what and when, where, how. Because God is the one who's doing the work. Now, you may find yourself in a situation with someone and it feels a little, a little different, a little challenging, a little odd. But the outcome is God's. If you remain calm, remain walking in love. Do not engage because he may send somebody away just to pull away from you due to them trying to have an altercation regarding you. You understand? So don't take it as if it's the enemy. Take it as if it's set up for you to prosper. It's God. Because God says he's going to take people out of our life. And he's been doing that for such a time. But right now is the time that he's definitely pulling everyone out of your life. Not some people. Not every other person. If there's anybody in your life taking you and your walk for granted. Who disrespects you. Who's set up for you to fall and not for you to stand. Who's against the will and the God for you. He's removing them out of your life now. In this season. No matter who it is. Parents. Grandparents. Aunts. Uncles. And cousins. And you know what? My entire life sweetheart. I don't have nothing bad to say about anybody. But I know one thing about myself. That I can really say. I'm a very honest person. If I'm wrong. I'm first to say that. And I'm not a person to think that everybody else is wrong. And it's me. See I'm the opposite. Everybody else, I felt, you know, I'm, I knew I was right, but I had them to feel like, you know, I'm wrong by being the first to always apologize. And people can take advantage of your apologies. They take it as if they are really right. And by you being apologetic because you don't operate in a fix because you love them so much that you don't want to damage, a, you know, a good relationship with a family or a friend. That you do whatever it takes to keep it that way. But God say not in this season. Enough is enough. If they don't have a talk, a conversation with me. If they don't have a relationship with me. They are no longer, no longer going to benefit off of you and your lifestyle with me. Because they must have a relationship on their own. Just like somebody going to work and you clocking them in while they at home on vacation. And they still getting paid because you clocking in for them every day and clocking out for them. They're not either there on the job and do the day's work as you are. But they're trying to reap the benefits as you do by getting the same paycheck. And God said, he's, nah, 
That's not going down like that. And God began to take people away. People who take you for granted, disrespect you, try to put you down to destroy you, use you, call you only when they want something. And God says, excuse me, sweetheart. And God said, no, no more of that. It was never the time for any of that. But in this season, you're going further and they cannot go any further with you from this point until they get themselves together. And if they want to be a part of your life and if they love you that much, they will do whatever it takes to get themselves together. Because I'm actually trying to use you to bless them. And it may be uncomfortable for them who are always calling you and talking to you. And when they're distant from you, they realize how much you know you mean to them. And if someone still choose to be stubborn, then that's how long it's going to take for you to enjoy a life that God has for you. Simple as that. No exceptions for anybody. And I say, Father, you know, there's a lot of changes going on now. And God said, it all for the good of you because you serve me. You love me. You worship me. He said, I don't watch you day to day. Year to year to year upon year. Allow people to talk to you any kind of way and treat you any kind of way and you still love them in return. There are people who pushed you down emotionally and you got back up and hugged them in return. Every time. You have a great name. Even the name they have given you is a great name. They call you a peacemaker. Because you always find the good and something bad. Now honestly, sweetheart, it is not easy to live that lifestyle. Because I find myself going away with God and I cry out to him. But I stand in front of those who's doing that against me. And it shows my character. I am stronger than what I think I really am. Spiritually. If you're strong spiritually, you're strong in every area. Seriously. There's no way you could be strong spiritually and weak emotionally. Because your spirit man tells you and teaches you all things you ought to know about who you are as a child of God. Even having a blood bought right as a body of believers. And God said to me, enough is enough. No more disrespect. No more the gossip. No more they trying to use you, misuse you, or abuse you. Anymore. Because you give out a helping hand and you help those who have more than you. And they know it. God is not tick for tack, but there have been times when I don't even ask. I never ask for anything, but people somehow knew and still chose not to help. But here I am every time giving unto them when I'm in a place, not even having more than what I'm supposed to have. And they still have so much more than that 
but still have their arms open to receive more from a person who has less than they do. That's called greed and selfishness, bitter, and everything else in between. And God is literally taking people away from me. And guess what I tried to do? It don't feel, you know, because I'm used to being the person that's apologetic. Even though I'm not doing anything wrong. I never do. And I thank God I'm not the person to say that I'm wrong all the time. And I apologize all the time. No, I'm apologetic because I'm so used to apologizing to something I never do. And for God to come to you and say, I have watched time after time after time. You've been pushed down and you get back up and dust yourself off and you give them a hug. You overpower that devil every time with my love. I saw your cries. I heard your cries in the secret places that no one knows about. But today, it's not happening anymore for the rest of your life. Because I'm standing up on your behalf. Anybody in your life right now, it don't matter if it go down from everybody to just you. It doesn't matter. If they're not for me, then they are not for you. Simple as that. I love my family. But God will have some people away for a season or a lifetime. And these are people that's in my life permanent. And God is saying, I'm pulling you away temporarily. How long it be, how long it be for them to get themselves together. Because they're not going to benefit from your lifestyle with me. They need to have a lifestyle of their own. They're not going to keep doing things against you. Even I see what you don't see. And even you know what I know. And you still choose to love anyhow. It's no more of that pretending that everything is outright when it's not. Stop. He says people need to stop sweeping things under the rug. Stop brushing things off. Because it does nothing but cause things to be builded on the inside. Some people want to avoid the, you know, the growth, avoid, you know, the consecration or avoid. You know, God moving in that any direction, the uncomfort, the unfamiliar, they want to avoid, want to avoid those areas. Just to say, you know what, you know, I'm good. Just don't talk about it. We good. Don't let nobody know about it. Just keep it under the rug. Whatever happens here, it just stays here. But the whole time, it's not helping any of you. I went from having, and I mean seriously. This is how sweet and cool I am. In the high school, so many people in ninth grade became so popular in one school year because of my personality. And when I started first, like I was the student that was popular due to what I what I wear. And I always had my own unique style, but I calmed down a lot and then I got older. I was very colorful. 
Um, I used to cut things and make things. And, and you know, the school I went to was known for being unique. And they wanted me to be in the yearbook in ninth grade, but they said only have to be for seniors. That's how uniquely I used to dress. But I used to sit around the kids who seemed not to be cool, have lunch with them. Even the kids that was in special ed, I go sit with them and eat lunch with them. See anybody bothering them. Now, I'm not a bully. I'm not a fighter. But I would talk, you know, to the people to make sure they leave them alone. You know, leave them alone. They're not bothering you. And when the special ed students saw that, that gained so many of their attention. Like, she's, she like us. Somebody noticed us in the crowd. You know, I was like that. And I still am. And a lot of times God tell me just to pray about things and walk away. Because certain things you don't want to ignore. Like me witnessing a man dragging his woman outside of a car. I'm glad she ran away because he was about to kill her. He punched her in her face in front of broad daylight. Everybody was outside. He dragged her in the woods and she ran off. This is how much he wanted her. He ran to the back of her car so she wouldn't be able to, you know, back in to get out. He, back, he, he rammed the back of her car so she couldn't get out the parking spot. She got out the front door. He punched her in the face, dragged her in the woods. And I was about to go and run and God said, no, pray. God would tell you what to do, what not to do. Because he know I, I love to help. But everybody, you, you know, you got to pray some, from a distance. You don't want to get involved that way. And she ran out the woods, made it, bleeding and everything. Got away from him. You know? And just growing up in, you know, the way I did, I thank God for saving and sparing my life. I'm testifying here. He spared my life. I've been through things. Oh, God. See, I don't like to talk about detail because it involves other people. And I'm not a person that called people out. So I'm mindful of trying to tiptoe around. And certain things I'd rather just not mention. Thank God he got me through it. You understand? I thank God for that. To have a heart to to stop your testimony, what God done for you, because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. As of what they've done. And God see how much I care about people, not more than him, but more than myself. And he grant me favor every time they give me other reasons to testify by just not even opening my mouth, just allowing them to see the glory. You thought you can break me. You thought you can hurt me. You thought you can destroy me. And some things are actually hereditary, guys. And I notice one thing in every family. There's always a person who's trying to compare your life with theirs. And it's always amongst the cousins. And it's always the, the mothers who have sisters or brothers, siblings, who try to fight for the parents' love. And just about 98% of the families fussing and fighting, competing your life, comparing your life with each other. Now, cousins don't like each other who really love each other, but you're competing. Come on, man. Seriously. We're sweeping these, sweeping these things under the rug. And then when people come into your family from your church home and see, you know, what it is for what it is. Because you try to hide what God is trying to restore. 
The only way God can restore your family that's being broken up and divided is by having you away. And having them away from you. And you know why? Because while you're away, his, God's glory is being seen. It's being evident upon your life. And, f- and obviously, they don't have a relationship. Because if they did, you guys would already be where you're supposed to be together. Connected as a family. You've been as though it's something that's separating and it's not you. It gotta be them. And if it's not them, it gotta be you. It gotta be one of the two. Or it can be both. But it's never none of you. It gotta be one or the other, if not both. And until the person realizes I must change, it's gonna continue to be that way. Now, why one and a half years pass like that? Some people have been away for a very long time. Half of my whole life. And God just bringing them back to me now. And by them saying, wow, look at God on you. Now I know that is God in you because you're still standing. You're prosperous. You're glory. You know, God's glory is clearly seen. You're glowing. You're blessed. All these blessings and favor. Got to be God. And my life is, you know, it's blessed too, but not like that. So let me, let me, let me pump my brakes and take some steps and realize, backtrack and realize where did I go wrong in this? You understand? And many people are very stubborn and they don't want to admit that they need to change. And that's why a lot of elderly people right now are in a home, very stubborn by themselves, barely able to walk and try to go get their own groceries because they're stubborn. And you're going to be that way. And it's going to be that way. And you're going to be that way until you decide to make the change. But God is not going to change it for you. Because he already has. But you have to be aware of that by changing your way of thinking. So, I've been disrespected a lot. For no reason. Just because... I'm just a very, you know, nice person. You know, I had a side before in the past. I realized that I can black out because I'm, you know, I guess it just went from zero to a thousand because I avoid confrontation. But that only happened to me one time, one time. And I made sure that never happened ever again. And I thank God for that. But that person kept Picking with me and putting their hands on me for hours. Come on, like six hours of that. I couldn't take it anymore. Now you're putting your hands on me. That's a whole nother story. You understand? Martial arts, kickboxing, all of that I'm great at. Regular street boxing. Very good at all of those things. But that's not what I choose to do and live. No way. Just because a person chooses to walk away doesn't mean they don't know how to defend themselves. To be honest, those are the ones who actually really know how to defend themselves. That's why they try to avoid trauma and drama because they know what they're able to do to you. And they don't want to. 
So my point to you, sweetheart, is, you know, I whatever God does with my family, that's what he does to me. Like, for example, from the point I was making with, you know, school friends, it was 25 of us every day. That was, you know, you got your best friends. You got like two best friends out of everybody. That area, it was 25 of us every day, all day, talk all the time. 25 of us. And it went from 25 to just me. Now, I still say hello and they still, you know, like and comment, you know, but if I wasn't coming around and hanging out, no. And I could call and hang out, but no, that's not what God wants. It's just me, physically. Even with my family members, my cousins, we all get along, we hang out, we be so happy. But he pulled me away from that too. Just me. And I was like, Father, certain family members I'm used to having around. Maybe I should call them up and, you know, apologize. And God said, no, you would not. No, you would not. Let me do this. You just stay out the way. Because they must learn to have a life with me. And not try to have a life with me through you. So it's not even about me. It's about God receiving the glory and honor out of their life. And that will bring them back to where they're supposed to be. You understand? Because some people you're not to, to reach. Because they don't want to be reached by you. It's not that, not that you can't. They just don't want to. They choose not to be, you know, received from you. And it's okay. But they're not hurting you. They're robbing them own, their own selves. You know, their own selves. But sweetie, I'm trying to get back to the point with you, going back and forth. It's that I don't have a perfect family. And I think about, you know, perfection with you all the time. I know you're not perfect, I know. But it's like, you know, I don't want you to expect to see this, you know, this family that's what it's not. I wish it could be. But I'm really grateful, though, that it's not me. And what I mean by that, I'm not the one that God has to sit down to try to, you know, release a point to for their purpose. And a sense of them, you know, is on the other end, basically. I have so much coming out. I don't even, you know, forgot what point I was trying to make. In other words, I'm not the one who's causing the trouble. So I shouldn't feel the way that I feel. God said, you're not calling. That's what they're used to. You calling, apologizing for something they keep doing. No. Now they're going to realize, oh, there's a difference. She's not calling. She's not doing this. You understand? Because I can tell, sweetheart. <laughs> Trust me, even though you are silent, oh, God. God is God talking for you a lot. I'm trying to tell you. You're speaking a lot through silence. And let's imagine when I finally hear you speak. Oh, God. To go along with what I know with you not being, you know, physically silent. And, you know, thank you so much for being obedient. I love you. And, oh, God. Think about you in obedience. You and obedience go real good together. 
God. You're going to be on That's never mind. Anyway. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm blushing. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you can't see me right now. No. I'm really red. But, um, how what I was saying, you know, sweetheart, yeah. And I was, and I, I can tell by you is that you don't play that. You know, see, I'm more like, you know, I can go all the way to, you know, it takes days for me to get the number 10. Not saying you have a temper, but when it comes to nonsense, you already at 10. <laughs> like I can see you now saying, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. No, 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 because it's not right. No. And it's okay to say that and to feel that way and actually to live that way. Because it's the truth, sweetie. It's the truth. It's the truth. You wouldn't let anybody take advantage of me. You wouldn't let nobody take advantage of you. But God is dealing with me and that now. By staying silent. You understand? And um, I was just like a little concerned. I was like, I don't know. You know, God said it doesn't even matter. He loves you. I don't want you to look for this perfect family. Because I don't talk to everybody all the time. But they are my family. You understand? In my family, there are not many smokers. There are not many drinkers and party people in my family that much. It's more so pride, you know, stubbornness, you know, and greed. Honestly. A lot of people think money is power. And certain family members, they have a lot of money. And think they can do whatever they want because of it. But I thank God that it's breaking. Because now they're starting to, you know, reach out to me. Due to what they see on social media and other places that things are on. You understand? And it's starting to happen in this season. But when it got, God, um, today, God hasn't come close to home. Because God restored the outside family. Which is the cousins, the aunts. And they're coming back, you know, restored. But now it's inside. You know what I'm saying? Inside the circle that God is dealing with. The people that you see almost every day, talk to almost every day with the nonsense that you choose to put up with. And God say, "Uh uh-uh, no, not anymore. You understand? So, I love you. And God say, everything work out for your good. You better know that. Know that. And now he's saying, say that. Everything work out for my good, Father. I know that. Seriously, God is not playing. He said, I'm serious today. He's so serious. Because he's taken us higher and higher. And as his glory be revealed and released upon your life more and more, resources come to you. You understand? And God don't want people around you, you know, reaping your benefits. 
when they're walking around trying to tear you down. If they're trying to tear you down before you go any further or higher than where you are, what do they're going to do when they see how God moves on your behalf so much more? Seriously. Seriously. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to let you know, let you know, sweetie, that's what's, you know, what's going on right now. Pulling those who are close to me, who took advantage, who constantly takes advantage of my kindness and try to use me, you know, and emotionally abuse me. God pulling me away. And guess what, sweetie? I even tried to call one. I said, let me call this person, you know. I, you know, they just hung up on me. They asked me a question. They don't like how I answered. But I was answered honestly, and it wasn't what they wanted to hear. I don't know what made them think I was going to agree with what they were doing. So they got upset and hung up. And God said, no, leave it. That shows you about their character, how much they, how much they really care about you, how much they value you, to hang up in your face like that. Didn't even give you a chance to even say anything or even say goodbye or talk to you later. I'm showing you for what it really looks like. And what it really is is what you see. And that's how it is. And I'm about to change that. And I tried to call the person back. And guess what they did? Push in on me. I said, up, God. He said, I told you. I said, okay, God, you got it. <laughs> you got it. Should I call back and say something? I said, no. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Leave it alone. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Come on now. Now I was playing, but it's time to be serious for real. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You understand? But against the evil principalities. The evil one. Satan himself. Everyone got family members that you can relate to of what I'm talking about. And sweetheart, you may even have some. But I do know one thing. Out of many things, you are my family. You are already my family. I love everything that you love. And what I mean by that Everyone, not everything. Let me change that. Everyone, because you have a heart to love everyone. And I love. Now, some things that you do, I'll be like, you know, I might do it differently. It's okay. But I love everyone. I'm not going to be a woman to talk you out of loving people. It don't matter if they're wrong and you're right. you got to make it right. How God wants you to make it right. Even if it's through silence. As I, he do it unto me. He may not do family restoration to you that way. He might have you sit amongst them. <laughs> the people that you know can't stand you. You understand. However he do it, just allow him to do it. But I really can sense that you don't really have too many people around you that can cause you to feel down or try to belittle you or use you because you wouldn't let that happen. And I have for a very long time. And I got so used to it that I began to brush it off. It became first hand to me, brushing things off like that, but going to God as if it really bothered me. See, someone hang up on me and I'm about to call them right back and apologize. God is like, oh no, 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 no. Now I'm stepping in. 
because this is a day, this is a time where I'm much more serious about my glory upon your life in such a way because you just exceeded to a higher realm and where you're going, they cannot until they get themselves where they need to be with me first. You understand? It's like right now, if God bless me, you know, a trip with 10 people to go out of the country on vacation. He wouldn't want me to take somebody who don't care about me. Even though we walk in love. But why they try to tear me down? Why God is, you know, you know, exalting me? No, he's surrounding you with people who love you. Not who's trying to use you and abuse you. And I would have took those people first, the ones who do that. And God said, no, we're not doing that. Because even when I, I, I had a lawsuit with an accident when I, remember I told you I got hit by a drunk driver, I had $110,000. And within that year, giving it all out to people who used and abused me. You understand? Call me, I ain't even know your name. Who are you? And still giving and giving and giving. Now, I never regret my giving. I never thought in no one's face about giving. Because if you give, that's what you do. If you don't want to, then do not. But I was giving to the people that I shouldn't have been giving to. And most of them, where are they now? You tell me. You understand. So, God took, he went, we went from 25 friends to just me. So I'm open for however he do it with whatever he's doing regarding people in my life. Because if you're not for God in me, you're not here to help unlift me or even care about me and love me, then God's going to remove you out of my life. Simple as that. Until you get it together. And how long that be? How long that be? And I wanted you to be aware of that, sweetheart. Because you, you may be meeting like three people. Oh, God. <laughs> Sweetie. You still not, still not me. Oh, God. But God said, don't you dare ask him that. Stop asking him that. God's will is God's will. I apologize for asking you that. Even though I'm playing, but you don't play like that. Because I'm playing, but being serious at the same time. I mean, it is what it is. You are my family. I am your family. You understand? I have a huge family. So do you. But honestly, enough of the nonsense for those people who don't care about you, whether they're in your family or not. And it so happened that a lot of them are really close to me immediately. And God said, no. 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 No more of that. Hallelujah, sweetie. I love you. I thank God for you. Just talking to you, you know. I miss you. <laughs> Just wanted to talk to you about that. Things that, you know, if I feel like it's really in my belly, like I need to, like, birth out, I'm going to do that. But if it's something to just, you know, Father, I give that over to you. But this right here I wanted to talk to you about because, you know, it is what it is. I'm marrying you. And there are a lot of people who's not going to be a part of that because of God putting them away. You understand? I thank God for my family. 
But let God do the planning. Let God do the talking. Let God do the quickening. Let God do the sharpening. Let God continue to release the visions, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the dreams. Keep receiving encounters from Him. You understand? What God is doing in my life, He's allowing my life to be drama-free. Even though I'm not the one, but there are a lot of people around me who is filled with a lot of insecurities. And God is healing them by keeping me silent. Because if they don't hear from me, they have to go to him. You understand? That's all what it's about, basically. And I felt the need to talk, to tell you about that. You understand? I love you very much. But I'm not going to surround myself with people who only care about money. Or people who care about religion. Or people who, who walk in pride. Arrogance. Big-headed. Competitive. All these things are in the family bloodlines. That we see and encounter day to day. You understand? And God is changing that up right now. Because it shouldn't be a surprise to see a father and mother in the same home in the African-American culture. Because it happens. There are many families who are still together. Just don't see or hear about it. And for the ones who are not, God is restoring right now. For those grandparents who had all the kids, they had a lot of kids, five to more kids back in the, you know, 50s and 40s. You know, you have kids and you treat some of your kids differently, not doing it on purpose, but you treat your kids according to how they treat you. And it causes confrontation among siblings. And that's also in the bloodline. Such and such, she always got to talk about her kids and what she did and her job, this. Or it could be a parent saying to you, such and such daughter or son doing this. They in college. What you doing? Comparing you with them? You understand? I mean, sometimes when they hit close to home, we don't say anything because we can be embarrassed by it. But there is no need to be embarrassed. Because for a quick second, sweetie, I was. Because I was like so embarrassed by this going on. I don't want this man to even know about this. You know? And God say, no, don't think like that. Because this is what it's supposed to be. This is a good thing. Because I'm not going to have nobody in your life with no nonsense. And until they get together, they're not going to be a part of your life. Be glad that I care about you that much to take you away from that type of environment. I say, okay, Father. Okay. Okay. Let me give you a quick example, sweetie. What broke my heart so much, I had a family member very close, very close to home. And they waited till when I was like really down and out and I always looked out for people. I don't care. I never without was, was without a place before. But this time it actually happened to me. And 
I got it. I told you in the past, I got two coats and it was about a thousand something dollars for two. And it was Michael Kort coats. And the person just out of nowhere, just, I guess, kept hearing me, people saying good things about me. And the person was wondering, why do people keep talking good about her? Do they know what I know? She ain't got nowhere to go. She living in her car and this, that, and the other. Why do they keep talking good about her? What about me? Every time something go on with her, I try to belittle her. I try to disrespect her. I try to talk about her, lie on her, and do this and do that. And she still remained on top. So what this person did was make up this big old scheme and lie. And told people in the family that I, I broke in your home. How can I break in a, a, a building and on the third floor? How can I climb up your to the third floor on the balcony on the outside of the complex without being seen? And why would I even think, of all people, why would you even say I? That's, people looking at, why would you say she did that? And then people was like, well, why would she lie about something like that? But I don't think, you know, Nene would do nothing. Nah, she don't do no mess like that. Much as she do for people? Nah, she ain't doing that. But the person kept insisting. They went through all of that big old lie just to gain attention from off of me. And I was wondering when I go around, why is people picking up their purses? I'm like, what the heck? You can leave your purse. Y'all ain't never do this to me before. What's going on? I don't like this. No, seriously. I said, what the word is this? Because of, and it was told me what she said. I, t- I said, did she even tell them I'm the one who bought the coats? Why didn't you tell them I bought the coats? Why would you ever think I stole something that I bought from you? To make me look bad because you mad that they talking good about me and not you? How can you think so low like that to try to hurt me? And I'm in a place that I'm vulnerable. I'm, I lost my place and everything. I'm, it's your birthday. I, I give you, I spent over $300 on your birthday. And I'm going back home to sleep in my car. You're taking from me. You got five times, ten times more than me. I'm not asking you to invite me in your home. But it's your birthday. I'm the only one who showed up for your birthday. That's how much everybody know about your drama. Because no one comes around but me. And taking all your bull crap. No one else wants you. They left you. But I'm still putting up with it. Because I don't want you to be by yourself. And God said no more. Not today. Today was the day he pulled me away from that person. And come to find out, you know what hurting me so much, y'all? I'm trying to tell you, sweetheart, I got this so you here, whoever you're into, whoever, it don't even matter. But for real, though, you know what hurting me so much in this situation? Go make a fool out of the enemy. Some, somehow I wanted to buy this person another coat, even though they lied and said I took it. And the thing about it is you never went to anybody and said you lied. And I even went to the person, why did you lie? Why don't you go and tell people right now that you lied? I'm not doing that. So they can be mad at me and call me a liar. But why you got me out to be one? And I still love the person. In fact, what I did was I bought them another coat. And what happened was they went to hang the coat up that I just bought that was more than what they, the coats that I bought in the past. And guess what I saw in the closet, guys? I saw the coats. So you lie. No one never actually took the coats. I knew I wouldn't have done it, but I thought somebody else probably could have. And she just blamed it on me because she didn't want, you know. 
she got tired of my name being, you know, exalted in the family without hers. And honestly, my sister was very disappointed in me. And I always say to my sister, because when she heard about it, she's like, nah, that ain't nothing you would do, yeah? And I always had this saying growing up, and that's how she always knew I tell the truth. If I'm lying to you, I'm lying to God. That was my code with her. Because she know how much I love me some God. And she know I can never lie to him. So if I'm standing in front of him that I'm telling the truth and he's witnessing it, that I have no need to lie to you either. And she knew right then there, nah, that's messed up how that happened to you. That's messed up. And she gave me a hug and embraced me. But let me tell you how much I'm a loving person. When I saw those coats in that person closet, I didn't even say anything. Didn't even say anything. The person told on themselves and said, I went back and bought me the same coats over again. No, you didn't. Because they don't even have that make anymore. They come out with different styles every, you know, every time they get, you know, new shipment. That shipment is out. It would no longer be in that store. And that was over a year ago. So the coats were never stolen. You had me thinking somebody else did it. And had everybody else thinking that I did it. And to this day, nobody knows that those coats are in her closet. And I said to this person today, how can you do that to me? Why you still choose to talk to me after everything you do to me and I still choose to be with you? Why do you want to be around me? Because I forgive you? Forgive me for what? Now now you're really trying to tell yourself that you know, you didn't believe in your own lies now. You done went on with your lies so long, it sounds so real to you. And make a long story short, the person is going through it right now. I said, until you change your ways and admit what you did was wrong unto me by justifying my name, you have nothing else to say to me. And God said, don't you call back. Because I'm putting an end to this. Because enough is enough. I'm a God of justice for all men. And you're going to receive your justice. And that goes for any of you. Been falsely accused. Even those who are behind the prison walls. Been lied on. We don't have time to pretend like nothing go on. When it does. Get over that. Stop trying to pretend you're so perfect for those who are out there doing that. And then come around people like me that's honest, not saying you put all your business out there, but there's a time for everything that God has you to do things. Don't come around me and testify where you've been delivered from and then go in front of everybody else as if you didn't say anything. Like you was born out the womb the way you are. How can God restore anything if you can't even admit you need the restoration for it? So God is restoring everything about my family by pulling me away today for those who can apply to this message. And when I mean apply, 
those who are the ones who are doing it. And I'm so grateful. And it actually felt like a huge weight off my back. Because I don't have to put up with the nonsense anymore. So sweetheart, I love you. God had me to say this to you. You know? I'm not a drama person. And God is not going to have you around no drama. Because I'm not drama. You understand? And if we so happen to be together and we, you know, witness things within your family, my family, remember we are all one family. You understand? Nothing is in my hands. Everything is in God's hands. I have no wants. I have no needs. I have no worries. I have, I have no fears. You understand? But I'm so grateful unto God that I have you. Yeah, I have you. Yeah, you're soft. I keep seeing your, you know, how soft your skin is with my eyes. Can't wait to touch. You're soft. <laughs> Won't you rub your hand across your arm real quick? Just touch your arms. Soft, right? Oh my God. <laughs> now touch your legs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> touch your legs. Soft, right? Oh my God. And touch your thigh. Oh God. Rub your hand on your chest. Like, I ain't touching myself. Give me tripping. No, do it for me. Touch your chest. Hold on, what's this? No, for real. You're soft, right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, put on your chin for me. That's me doing it, but you do it. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Soft, right? Oh, God. And put your hand across your lips. <laughs> God. <laughs> Soft, right? Right. God. Now look at me. Oh, God, you can't look at me right now. But it's your eyes. You have beautiful eyes. I done boosted your video all the way up, sweetie. Oh, God's in the hundreds now. I haven't watched it lately, but I did uh, twice today. And it's not, it's not just what you're saying, because I, you know, I got the message. I know the message. <laughs> it's me just seeing you. Me just seeing you. I love seeing you. I can see you every day, all day. I would never get tired of seeing you. No. That's why I'm excited to get to know what do you feel about what I'm saying. Obviously, you feel the same way. You're still listening. But it's not, But it's God's will. So it shall come to pass. I understand that. But, you know, you still make a decision to choose to still listen. You know, I just thank God that you love me as who I am because I'm created, you know, for you in that way, for you to love. I'm at 55 minutes, as you can hear. But my love, my love, my love, my love, sweetie. I, um, rub your hands through your hair. Oh, God. Take it out real quick and rub your hands through it. Oh, God. Hey, what you got on, God? I don't ask you that anymore. You in the house? Yeah, you in the house. Something tells me that you're telework. You teleworkity? You are? Baby, I don't care if you work at Popeyes. You the best Popeyes worker in the world. To me, yeah. I don't care about that stuff. No. I don't care if you're a janitor. Some days I can help you. I love you. 
Whatever you do, you know, if I can help, I'll help you. I would never just sit around while you do things. No. I want to do them with you. You know, we can enjoy spending your money. Oh, God. <laughs> Our money. Oh, God. Yeah, your money becomes ours. You know that? No, I'm just kidding, sweetheart. Even if you don't even have any, so what? We build together. We have God. That's all we need. And what's mine is yours. And I have more than enough. You understand? Peace I give unto you. Love, joy, gentleness, kindness. You know, generosity, faithfulness, self-control. I give all of that unto you. First, before we experience a life, you know, with materialistic things. I love you. Whatever it is you do, I love you. And you're good at it. And I'm supporting you in everything that you do. But when I look in your eyes, oh my goodness, your eyes kind of slanted a little bit. So when you laugh, they close like mine's. We have a lot of similarities. But uh, when I look in your, next time I see you, look in my eyes. Oh, God, roll up. No, I'm just kidding. That's Kevin Hart. But no, seriously, when you look in my eyes, look in my eyes. If it's not going to distract you, it may distract you. But honestly, I'm not able to get, I'm asked to do all this stuff, but when you come around me, I won't even do any of it. You understand? I can say all this right here, but definitely, I would definitely do what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, when it comes to you looking at me, I get very nervous. Yeah. That's why I cut eyes very fast when you look at me. But yeah, touch, touch your chest real quick. Oh, God. Because I can feel what you touch. Oh, God. <laughs> no, for real, touch your chest. Oh, God. Jeez. Uh, I love you. I love everything about you. Yeah. I miss you. I miss seeing you. I don't know if I'm going to see you Sunday. It's okay if I don't. Nah, I'm faking, man. I'm be mad, man. I'm, I'm be mad. But where you at, man? Why y'all say you couldn't come? <laughs> this is an outrage. <laughs> so, so this time for you, for you to walk out if you're there. I'm looking right at that, that, you know, that way you come out that door or whatever. I'm looking right there. Like, okay, I'm going to be looking this time. Where is he? Oh, there he is. All right. He ain't here. I'm pissed. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you too. Praise the Lord too. You all right? No. He ain't here. Who are you talking about? Don't worry about it. I'm leaving. Here's my off my time. Now I'm just playing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I would never do that ever. Because I'm not there for you. I'm there to be served. I mean, there to serve the Lord. You understand? Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to look for you to come out that door. No, I always keep my head down until I look up and see you. If I don't, I just don't. But I don't like that because, honestly, sometimes when I don't see you, I do feel like, oh, man, it's not this one. It's the next one. All right. But, I, you know, it's about everybody having a chance, you know. It can't be you every time, you know. It can't be you all the time. But you every time for me, you know. I love you. It's my time for now, but if I do see you Sunday, it'd be great. And if I don't, it'd still be great because I have you now and forever. You understand? I just want you to tune in and receive the same word that I received because God is speaking to both of us. 
You understand? Whether you're there or not, you are there. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. My love, I love you.